the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. How wacky is the uh, loony left? Well, boy, do I have an illustration here in front of me. Welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you. It is the 5 o'clock hour, and I welcome you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Um, If you were not listening earlier, uh, just an update. We had an absolutely wonderful pastor appreciation breakfast this morning. Uh, Ken Ham was our keynote speaker, and it was wonderful. Ken Ham was just so good, just so very, very good. Challenged us, taught us, educated us, and um, I'm just so glad. I said that this morning. I'm just so glad that he's on our side. I'm just so glad that he is on our side. So those of you who prayed for the breakfast, thank you. It was a uh, it was a wonderful success. Just a wonderful success. Uh, how loony is the liberal left? A professor at Albert Einstein College of Medicine. Now, to be honest, I've never heard of Albert Einstein College of Medicine. It's in New York. It is a private medical school, exclusive, elite, very expensive. Well, they have a professor there by the name of Lauren T. Roth. She is a professor of pediatrics at Einstein College of Medicine. I got news. She is not walking in the footsteps of Albert Einstein. Uh, She loudly and proudly says that she is involved in an LGBTQIA plus special interest group. And she is stating publicly, now again, she is a professor of pediatrics. She is what we would call an expert. She is training pediatric physicians. And she says... Parents must start including gender ideology in their families uh, when their child is six years old. No. Four? Uh Uh-uh. Three? Two? One? No. Baby? Eight months? No. Before a baby is born, a family must start including gender ideology in their family before the baby is born. Is born. In a recent interview, she said, quote, This is my favorite topic. 
In the interview, she said that she has specialized knowledge of transgender medical interventions on child children diagnosed with dysphoria. Okay, R- immediately we know we got a problem. Because you know, I know, now you may be a doctor, I don't know, but I'm not. But I know there is no such thing as transgenderism. I've read, I've studied, I have a brain. I've looked at the research. Here here we have a professor, someone who has gone through medical school themselves and is teaching other people pediatric medicine. She has specialized knowledge of transgender medical intervention. Hmm. Specialized knowledge in something that doesn't exist. She said this, and I quote, Like, this is a normal thing, and we have to understand that gender is on a spectrum. There's not just men and women. What did this woman learn in medical school? What, what did this woman learn in freshman biology in high school? Biology 101 in college. What did she learn? What do you mean? There's not just men and women. Did she not study DNA? Chromosomes? XX? XY? Did she, did she miss that? Was she absent? Was she on vacation? There's not just men and women. We have to understand that gender is on a spectrum. I submit to you, and I double-dog dare you to give me any research to prove me wrong on this. There is no scientific evidence whatsoever that gender is on a spectrum. Now, the Bible is absolutely clear. God created the male and female. Okay? Clear. Absolutely clear. No confusion. No ambiguity. God created the male and female. And guess what? Real science agrees. She's not finished, though. She says this. Sometimes a child's gender identity matches the chromosomes or the genitals that they were born with, but sometimes it doesn't. Really? So if a uh, a baby was born black, can they identify as white just because they want to identify? Well, no, they, they weren't born white. She went on. There's also a term non-binary, which means you're someone who doesn't necessarily identify with the categories of women or man. You may identify as both. This is a professor. You may identify as both, male and female. Again, is there a shred of scientific evidence to prove that? No, nothing. Zero, zip, zilch, nada, nothing. Here is a woman who is teaching pediatric physicians, quote, 
You may identify as both, as neither, or somewhere in between on a gender spectrum. And when we talk about younger children, we often use the term gender expansive. These children may not necessarily follow these social norms of gender. Yeah. Now, a couple of years ago, this same woman said, quote, gender ideology must be adopted by parents at birth or even before. She criticized the colors pink and blue for putting expectations on a baby. I'm quoting. So it honestly starts at birth or even before. I really think we need to stop trying. uh, I really think we need to try to stop making everything pink and blue and avoid this huge gender reveal party. Uh, She also suggested... Parents can initiate gender-related conversations early in childhood in order to give them space to explore what gender they are. Hey, honey, what do you think you are, a boy or a girl? You tell me. What do you feel like? I think you and I would agree that this is child abuse. And once again, can you imagine any physician on planet Earth 40 years ago or 50 years ago that would make this kind of argument? They would be laughed out of the profession. They certainly would not be allowed to get a medical license. They could never, never become a doctor. And if they believe this nonsense, never. They would be laughed out of medical school. But that's where we've come. Medical school professors says parents must implement gender ideology for babies. It starts at birth or before. It is... We laugh about it, but there's nothing funny about it. This is insanity, and ultimately it's wicked, evil child abuse. And it's being applauded and embraced by even the President of the United States. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I got another hero, Jerry in Cincinnati. Jerry in Cincinnati just a few moments ago went to thewordcolumbus.com, clicked on World Concern, and gave a wonderfully generous gift. Jerry in Cincinnati, thank you, thank you, thank you. My goodness, Jerry, what a blessing. What an encouragement. There are going to be several families that are going to be rescued from certain death, certain starvation, because of your gift. And uh, I know this sounds like hyperbole, 
Save from certain death. Yeah. No, this is real. Last year alone, 43,000 people in Somalia died from starvation because of the worst drought in at least 40 years. Some are saying it's the worst drought in history. These are real people, real drought, real starvation, real death, and half of them are small children. And all of the projections are that it's going to be much greater this year. The drought has not ended. The drought in California has ended. It has not ended in Somalia. And all and again, I encourage you, pull up your web browser and just type in drought in Samaria. Check it out for yourself. Don't believe me. Check it out for yourself. And then ask God if he wants you to help rescue dying, starving people in the name of Jesus. This is a Muslim country. And world concern is going in in the name and the love of Jesus and rescuing people. And I would assume most of them give their hearts to Christ. So I just wanted to thank Jerry in Cincinnati. God bless you. I asked God for five people. I've got one. Would you go to the word Columbus.com? Click on World Concern. And give the word Columbus.com, click on World Concern, and give whatever amount God lays on your heart. And I'm hoping when we come back from the bottom of the hour break that we'll have some more heroes to thank. Uh, NRB is going on down in Orlando, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention at the uh, big convention center in Orlando. Never been. I've always wanted to go. Uh, Never had the opportunity to go. Our uh, general manager is there. My uh, colleague, Bill Bunkley, uh, I sub for him sometimes. He subs for me. Well, he's there in Florida. He's broadcasting from NRB. Well, last night, the keynote speaker was Reverend Franklin Graham. I love Franklin Graham. He's a man of great compassion. He is the head of Samaritan's Purse that are, that's doing so much around the world in the name of Jesus. But he's also president of his father's former organization, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. He is a courageous man who refuses to compromise the gospel, compromise the truth, and because of that, many, many, many people hate hate him. Well, I love him. Last night at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, he warned thousands of broadcasters from all over the United States about the coming storm. That his words. The coming storm headed towards churches, ministries, and radio. I told you earlier Uh, Ford Motor Company has reversed course. Ford was leading the charge here in America to remove AM radios from all of their new cars. Disastrous. Most conservative and Christian talk shows are on AM radio. Well, there are some on FM, but most of them are on AM. Um, 
to remove those AM radios would decimate Christian radio, conservative radio. And because of enormous pushback and pressure and proposed legislation, Ford has reversed course. They just announced it. But that does not mean that the world is not coming after us in a way that we have never seen. Franklin Graham said this last evening, I believe there is a coming storm that we all need to be ready for. The world has deteriorated so quickly. We cannot be deceived and we cannot be fooled. We need to be ready and be prepared. Then he said this, If you're not going to talk about sin, you're not going to have anything to worry about. But if you're going to proclaim the gospel, they're going to try to shut you up. And uh, that is so very, very true. Uh, We were talking about Ron DeSantis. Um, He was uh, in attendance last night at the NRB listening to, to uh, Franklin Graham speak. They are coming for us, folks. They are. It used to be kind of sly and underhanded. Not anymore. The hatred of the world towards the things of God and the things of Christ is very obvious, and it's getting worse. And by the way, that's why... Christian teaching talk like WRFD is so important. I said this many times before. I love Christian music. I love Christian music stations. We have one. But folks, we desperately need Bible teaching, challenging talk shows on Christian radio to inform, to challenge, to teach, to reveal, to expose. There has never been a time that what you and I are doing every single day is more important than today. And that's why I thank you for your support. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.